welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Hey, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I think this is going to be a really fun episode because I've got a husband and wife on the podcast today, both of them at the same time, and we're going to be talking about education and business and podcasting and a lot of really, really fun stuff. So Christina and Herb, hey, Averett, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank glad you very much. Here. Yeah, very glad to be here. I'm glad to have you guys. <laughs> so I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Got it. Well, we are podcasters and professional speakers, and we are also the founders of a new online education model. It's a brand new kind of school system. It's called Vibrant Family Education. And we're we're taking education out of the public school system and bringing it back into the family, but not necessarily as homeschooling because we she's been a teacher for 27 years. So there will be professionally licensed teacher assisted with online learning and also coaching of the family through the learning process and to help them get started with, with the bringing education home. Okay. And how long have you guys been doing this? We're actually fairly new at it. Um, we started our um, business and everything in June of this year. But like I said, or like Herb said, I've been a teacher for 27 years. So I had that background behind me. And the last two years of my um, public school career, I was actually in an online school full time. Mm. So I was able to blend the classroom experience with the online experience and help families. Yeah. And as, a, as an entrepreneur, um, for years, I, we watched the education system slowly come apart from the inside. Uh, her being a teacher, mm-hmm. me from the outside looking in and, you know, being able to help with math, help her grade math homework. And then one day, suddenly this entrepreneur who with a college degree mm-hmm. suddenly can't do second grade math. And it's like it, it, it got to the point where we started envisioning our own kind of a school system. Um, a few years ago, I actually hurt myself. I suffered a traumatic brain injury, kind of took myself out of the game, uh, learned a lot through the recovery process. And and now after watching the last couple of years, um, June just was the right time to bring this school system um, out. So yeah. this is... A, a dream for many, many years and entrepreneur experience for many, many years, education experience for many, many years, but the beginning where we're offering it to clients. Yeah, it just, More it all recent. just, it all just came together in June and yeah. it's just, it's taking on a life of its own. It's, it's, 
I, I'm amazed at what's going on with all of it right at the moment. Exactly. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about it because I, I definitely resonate with what you guys are doing. Um, I know the, the school system definitely didn't do me any favors. And when it comes to, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, living a life that I designed for myself. Uh, so give us a little bit more of an insight into what does it look like to participate in this, in this, you know, new system you guys are creating. So we, we come at this from both inside and, and outside inside the box is, is, is how we do this. So I'm going to let her go first and describe the, the schooling aspect of it. Yeah. So the schooling inside the box aspect is that um, we will help families basically unenroll from the public school system and help the parents register as homeschoolers. And once they understand that idea of homeschool registration, but they're not alone because that's where I come in beside them as the licensed professional to help give them curriculum to help understand how to teach, when to teach. There's office hours to get help if they need help or to get reteaching if the child needs reteaching, et cetera. There's different community aspects. There will be like a PTA, a parent organization within the school as well, so that parents can get together and collaborate. So the schooling looks semi-traditional, but not really because of course it's based at home, but with all the support that a parent and family would need to make it flexible to work around their schedule and things like that. And then outside the box, we start adding, yeah, outside the box, there's just so many coaching opportunities. Um, and there's we've lost the humanity in our school system. It, it's all about um, learning specific things now instead of learning, wanting to learn. So we want to, to bring subject matter back that's important. We want to also bring humanity back. So like teach kids how to breathe, teach them about psychology, but, but age appropriate. So like you said that you had issues um, in school, not not necessarily issues, but but differences fitting in and knowing the psychological reasons people are, are different instead of just saying, oh, yeah, everybody's different. If they had a basis for understanding the differences and some of the new um, information that's been that's been coming out on how people are and communicate mm-hmm. that that new information about how to be human is not in our school. And we really want to bring that in. So as part of the coaching for the family, so they know how to communicate and they know how to work together and they know how to look at brain science and nutrition and all the different things that help make a person whole and healthy and willing and able to learn. And it sounds like a really great big thing, but it's it's really easy to break down into small packages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's such a new concept that it takes a lot of words to explain it right now. <laughs> and as it, as it narrows down, it is just a really beautifully simple concept of, of making the family unit the, the strongest part of, of, of the whole process. Of the process. Right. And I think that that's a very powerful distinction between what you guys are doing and how your average public school operates. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious. So if I ever have kids, I've always talked about wanting to homeschool them, yeah. right? Because I just think that would be very powerful for fostering this kind of an environment. But there's the cl- the classic, like, I, I guess you could say argument for that, or, or one of the things a lot I hear a lot of people talk about um, that makes them prefer public school potentially over that is the social aspect. So what, how, how do you navigate that? It seems like this is very much not the first time you've talked about this, but what, how do you navigate, you know, how, how do the kids get that experience? Exactly. And that's probably the only good experience that like the lasting good experience I had from public school. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the biggest concerns mostly, but if you look at the studies and you look at the way that um, homeschool children are, um, sorry, represented, they are actually more confident than most public school kids. And the reason why is because even though they aren't in a classroom with a whole bunch of other kids all the time, they can go to sports activities still. They can still do dance. They can still do religious activities. They can still actually go out and be in the community instead of being in school. And so they still learn all of those skills and they still get socialized. And the other part of our school is to make sure that we have that community. So we'll have on online meetings because of course our kids are all over the United States, but online meetings where they can connect and talk and things like that as well. So there's the online social as well as the in-community social that will make sure that our parents know how to access and get to and help their kids be part of that. And one of the small things you said was that that social aspect was one of the last few things that you really enjoyed Mm -hmm. about school. But there's a lot of kids that don't even have that, that in that school system, the social aspect of it just causes them more trauma and more stress. So Mm -hmm. especially like with autistic children that are now being pushed into the classrooms or behavioral issue children that for a wide variety of issues, it might be the the environment that's causing the behavioral issues. Um, Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, they're being separated out and made wrong. Whereas if in the home environment, the parents get to Um, witness and deal and understand and learn how to communicate. Um, Some children learn better in the evening and with neurodivergent children, especially um, this one parent was able to take her child to a dance class and another class and get the energy out during the daytime when there were less children in the class, still get the socialization, but at a smaller level that her child could tolerate. And then once the energy came out, once the socialization was done, then she had the ability to slow down and focus in the evening on her classes. On her lessons, yeah. So the the socialization, um, again, comes throughout the family and what the family is willing to do. Mm -hmm. And as we are kind of gearing a lot towards entrepreneurship, families who could possibly be moving around, traveling a lot to different Mm -hmm. masterminds, different events, um, this gives them a way to to learn how to, um, to interact and structure and take the children with them and find learning opportunities on the way. And that's that's what our coaching will be providing as well. Is is the understanding and the help with getting that into the processes. Okay. What do you guys find that this new system and, and this way of doing it? Are you guys trying are you guys fostering entrepreneurship in the kids? Because I know for me that the only reason I'm an entrepreneur is because luckily my mother has been an entrepreneur for pretty much my entire life. And she inspired me to become an entrepreneur as well. When I started looking for cash, you know, when I was I started my business in high school, right. I was looking for some extra cash and she encouraged me to do what I'm doing. And um, there was no one else, uh, peers or other authority figures in school who it was always just, you know, go to college and become a doctor, which is fine. It's yeah. fine if someone wants to do that, but I never did. I, I didn't have that specific drive something like that. So becoming an entrepreneur and creating a life for myself as opposed to a job for myself is um, something that resonated with me. So is that, are you guys having those kinds of conversations in this system? Absolutely. As the school continues to grow and develop more, there will be classes on entrepreneurship. But the other biggest thing is that because the kids will be 
at home or near their parents more of the time, they're going to see those experiences and they're going to be able to taste that entrepreneurship at an earlier age. So they're going to be able to actually just be ready to go when they're ready. But that doesn't mean we don't need doctors and lawyers and other people who go to college. So of course, we'll be doing a two-prong approach, making sure that they have the entrepreneur um, education and know-how, but also knowing how to get to college and go to college if that's the kind of career that they want as well. And this is part that's of what they want, want. that psychology aspect into yes. it at a younger age, because there are some um, psychology or um, psychological attributes that really lend themselves mm -hmm. towards um, entrepreneurship and some that don't. So we don't want to be like pushing kids who aren't, who are more introverted more book, more back, more numbers. They might be much more um, better at doing the numbers and wanting to help businesses run in the background. So if you can help identify that and put them where they're passionate and where they're going to, to excel, right. then they can still be successful without necessarily being on that entrepreneur like their parents. Because, you know, not, not everybody can do everything. Mm -hmm. So some people are really skilled in one area and we want to be able to identify that early and help them find a passion in an area that is going to be a strength instead of really pushing them into, yeah, into, into, the into harder areas or college paths that aren't going to bring them exactly. joy ultimately in and, their life. And we know also that we need those trade skill people. We need the people who want to be welders and plumbers and things like that. So maybe we have some of these kids who are just very hands-on and that's what they want to do. Well, that will also be explored so that the students know which way they want to go. And at the same time with this background, they would be able to move into any level of hierarchy within mm -hmm. that from, from running it to... You know, it, yep. to owning it, how, however their passion leads them. Right, exactly. I think that's really powerful because that's that's one of the biggest things too for me. It wasn't that my mother specifically, of course, I was never forced to do anything. And she didn't really like, really, really encourage me to like become an entrepreneur a lot when I was growing up. Not until I kind of asked and expressed interest, but it was more about the thing that stuck with me the most was just observing, right? right. I, yeah. I grew up, she was always there. Right. She was always there. She was always home. She was always, you know, she was working at home. And so she she was always home. I, I never took the bus to her from school a single time. Uh, right. She always drive me to and from school from elementary through when I got a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the kind of thing that lasted. And now, you know, when I became an adult, it was, uh, well, when I, what do I want, like, my future to look like? What do I want my life to look like? I want it to look like that. You know yeah. what I mean? I want it to look like that. So it sounds like you guys are kind of fostering those examples and when you're doing this. Yes. Exactly. Now, if you'd have been able to stay home with her at the same time and saw her work ethic and see her keep going, also see the stress oh, yeah. and the the wins of the businesses and how she handles that, that kind of an education, along with the, the numbers and the reading, writing and the mm -hmm. arithmetic of school can be so much more valuable. Again, especially in an entrepreneur home where they're working so hard to build up the family. And right now, sending the kids off to school in an environment where they're not very entrepreneur friendly at the moment, um, it, it creates extra frictions at, at home. Yeah. And that, that's a really common thing with, with our age people and our people in our generation where our children are um, mm. suddenly not real happy with us as parents. Right. They, mm. yeah. Uh, some of the other influences from like the schools and things like that. 
and not really understanding that we were doing all of our professional development. We were doing all of our business, making everything for them, but yet they were off at school and they didn't see a lot of that. So, right. So because I know that's the thing with ways we'd missed our pa- our kids blame us yeah. and our at us for not being there at times. Because mm-hmm. that's the struggle. I think when it comes to kids, it's like, especially young kids, it's like they understand who shows up. Yeah. You know, you can't comprehend that. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this for you. That, that doesn't, it, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. it's not, it doesn't compute. It's yeah. there, there's one thing. And that thing is like, they understand who shows up and that is it. Yeah. That's like the beginning, the end. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if you're bringing the kids home and they get to see all of that from the inside out, especially in an entrepreneur family, that, that just, that it makes sense. It makes sense. It just brings it all home. Yep. Exactly. I think that's really powerful. So remind me, how long has this been? Uh, remind me once more how long this has been uh, going on for now. The dream has been going on for over 10 years, building, planning, thinking in the background. But the actual launch was in June. Yeah, Christina right. Okay, really yeah. tried to stay in the public education system mm-hmm. for as long as she could, trying to make a difference in mm. as many children's lives as she could. Yeah. But the policy changes, the the school changes, the mm-hmm. way they started treating her. It's like there, there wasn't anything she could yeah. do to reach children anymore. And if she started, they got in the way. So the best way now to reach children mm-hmm. is, is right. out finding the parents who, who realize that this is bad and are taking their kids out and are looking for a different way, for a, different a non-traditional way. approach to school. And right now, that's 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 this is just such a beautiful time for that because there's a lot of parents who really Are really want to get out but don't know how, and so we're we're stepping up and and helping people get out. Right there it is. I think that's really powerful. Um, so what what does it look like? Um, so give us a little bit more of an insight then into what it looks like as a parent to to work with you guys and to do this. How does it how how does it all work? Like for them. So the beginning part of the process is when you, of course, you know, want to see if the non-traditional, basically, uh, hybrid homeschool online education model would work for you and your family. So you get together with us and you talk to us. We start talking about the laws of your state because every school, every state has different laws about what homeschooling can look like and how much involved the state is or is not in the homeschooling. Um, we also look at the home environment as far as setting it up for a schooling environment. So how are you going to schedule your child's learning? When is the best time that they learn? What kind of curriculum would be best for them? All of those kinds of things need to be explored before you make that big jump into it. And then after you make that jump in, there's different levels of um, the program. So I can either come and just get people set up and get going. And then they just kind of take the curriculum and run with it and just check in with me off and on. There are um, parents who are like, no, I've tried this homeschool thing, or I've tried this other um, way of doing education at home. It doesn't really work. I need more help. So then they come uh, with me and I do co-teaching and things like that with them and help them throughout the whole school year. And then there's other parents who are like, oh no, I got this. I can handle it, but I'm having trouble with reading. So I need help with tutoring or explaining reading topics for my family. So there's different levels to the program and different levels to the support. It kind of depends on what the family needs. Yeah. So really you just, at this point, you would just contact us. We would go through Mm -hmm. your family dynamics, what's going on in your family, and then really design a plan 
specifically around your needs. Um, a lot of words for for what she said, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot more simple. Well, it's more simple than that because it, we really get into what the family needs specifically, drill down and help that get that started, whatever actually that is, whatever level that would be. Exactly. And being a licensed teacher, I have access to accredited curriculum. So you never have to worry about, um, you know, will my kids have a transcript that is full for college or for high school or to graduate or whatever. And of course we explore all of that as the kids get older. Right. So it's very much a, you know, relationships we have with these people and it's really something that is worked through in yes. all of that detail. I love that. I, I think this is really powerful because again, I, I definitely, the public school system definitely didn't do me a whole lot of favors. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so I think it's really powerful what you guys are doing. And I think this is going to make a really, really big impact for a lot of kids. Yeah. And, and we're not just like throwing the teachers and say, Oh, here, go teach your kids. Yeah. The, 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 it, the kids almost get the first month off because the first month is almost training the parents mm -hmm. in expectations. It's like, you know, be easy on your kids, how to talk to your kids, how to start, how to start creating a schedule, how to start finding out when they learn. Mm -hmm. um, and even if, even if they're not necessarily doing schoolwork for that first month, once you get this caught up and you get a schedule involved a with your child's education then they catch up so fast and they excel. actually excel. Mm -hmm. So they, they just blow past standard yeah. education models. It's, it's just absolutely incredible how fast they catch up, um, especially with a motivated parent who mm -hmm. is really into it. Then, then the whole family just, again, really starts to develop awesome. and shine. And, and it becomes a really fun thing to watch the education really shape the family. Mm -hmm. There it is. I think that's really powerful. I really appreciate that. Well, you guys, I think we could probably talk about all of this for hours, but I want to make sure I respect your time and the time of our listeners. So I want to appreciate. I want to say that I appreciate both of you. I want to thank you both for coming on the podcast today and sharing your your journeys, your expertise, and sharing give us giving us a little bit of an insight into this exciting new you know world of education you guys are opening up. And if people are interested in you and in the work that you're doing, uh, where can they find out more about you? Um, you can find me on Facebook and just message me there and I will be able to contact and um, set up a call and talk with you about it. Also by listening to our podcast, Bringing Education Home, where we also have entrepreneurs as well as um, education experts come in and talk about different ideas and topics for education. Um, you can find us there and the show notes always have contact information, a direct email, vibrantfamilyeducation at gmail.com. There it is. I appreciate that. I'm going to have all that linked up in the show notes. And again, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you very, very welcome. Thank Thanks very for much. having us. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. You asked great questions. I really enjoyed being here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So, again... Thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.